Hey everyone, DM Jazzy Hens here with a quick pre-show announcement. We hope that you're all staying safe and healthy and probably most importantly at home. We know with folks practicing social distancing, entertainment is at a premium and we wanted to reassure you all that we will continue to put out episodes as regularly as we are able. We're working right now to have a fresh look at our recording schedule. Weirdly, suddenly our cast's availabilities are wide open uh, so that we can even cancel or at the very least shorten our inner season hiatus that we had planned and keep the episodes rolling without a break. Things are tough and stressful right now for a lot of people. Take care of each other, and in the meantime, enjoy this and all of our other episodes. We hope they can take your mind off whatever it needs to be taken off of, even if it's just for 40 to 60 minutes at a time. Happy gaming, y'all. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flicka. Dude, he's so happy to have the Flicka? back. You're Flicka? Flicka. Flicka. Oh, isn't that that weird um, horse movie? Last week, the party <laughs> returned to Mox and Sniv to discuss what's next for them. For a while, it looked like it was back to the ship so they could sail to the southern island to confront Flick's brother, which Bria was less than thrilled about. But then Mox let slip that the Enclave has methods of transportation that could be game-changers for the party if they're allowed to use them. With that news, our adventurers decided to try their hand at getting permission to go underground and talk with the Enclave leaders directly. Will Mox be able to obtain permission for them to enter the world below? If he does, what wonders will they find there? And if he doesn't, how many days of seasickness will the party have to endure this time around? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hi. I would like to start by once again confirming that we did indeed let Mox borrow Frosty's hat. He has time to attune to it. He does. Are y'all going to give it to him? We're going to let him. I'm going to write up a contract. Oh, my God. (laughs) And we're going to let him It's a good thing you all are in such a hurry. Yes. All right. He'll take. Blessed be. I got to destroy that (laughs) item somehow. I've got a question for you, um, my love, DM Jazzy Hands. Um, Oh, okay. I would like. So I have uh, my cartography check. I think I would like um, to be working on a contract check. So um, how well I write my contracts. There is a background uh, that does that. It's from the Acquisitions Incorporated book. Let me look for it real quick because it's that. I think it's called the Documancer. Wow. D&D, where you can literally live out every single fantasy you may or may not have had in your life. <laughs> Truly. I did get accepted to law school, so. Did you? I did. I became an actor instead. Oh, I and see. And then I didn't do that. <laughs> and then I didn't Wait, do that. Hold, hold the phone. You got accepted to law school? Several law schools, in fact. This is an actual thing that. that happened to you. Yes, uh, to Fordham and to Pepperdine. Oh my god! Wow, Pepperdine's a beautiful school. Known you for over a decade and never knew this. Um, you just doubt my abilities. So no, it's not that I doubt your abilities. Ever. So it's not a background. It's a it's a position within a an acquisitions incorporated franchise. But it's it's called the Documancer, uh, and you get uh, all kinds of things like. you get to roll on a table for your favorite method to destroy documents, just in <laughs> That's case. That's fire. It's fire. Uh, yeah. Uh, you get you get something called a documancy satchel. That's this weird magic item that I'm not going to give you. Uh, 
Yeah. Anyway, so the enclave doesn't have one of those. Maybe, yeah, they, like the enclave away. might have one. We, I'm gonna. Yeah, maybe they I'm, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the enclave just acquisitions incorporated secretly? <laughs> it wasn't, but I, I it think might we be may now. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Oh, it might be. I gotta talk to Robert. Don't get down there this Text episode. Him. Stall. Yeah, this well, is stall yeah. for time. No, we're not gonna stall for time. Um, <laughs> Oh, I do oh, love that idea, Oh, trust us, though. we can stall for time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I immediately took it back, because I was like, well, we'll be here for the next six months. The whole episode is just going to be us t- discussing various documents that Bria can write up. <laughs> All right, so... Mox, yes, can take the can take uh, uh, Frosty's hat and attune to it. Uh, he'll get some odd looks, but it'll serve its purpose. <laughs> it's gonna be so cute, especially Blessed on the be. rabbit. Yeah, oh, a rabbit with a top hat. We can cut two holes in it so the ears for can when, come out for when he's in rabbit form. You mean uh-huh. it's magic? It should just make the holes naturally for the ears, so that we don't agree. Have to cut holes agree. in it. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to. You know how you respond to that? You respond to that in saying, "Yes, players, we are building this world together." Don't you sass me? But yes, you're absolutely right. That's what happens. So, bunny with a top hat, and from it, he pulls a magician. (laughs) (laughs) And then Bizdira is able to keep the magician from casting magic (laughs) by smacking him up the back of the head. Provisions. Oh, fantastic! All right, so Mox has the hat. He heads off. Uh, he heads off towards uh, wherever he is, wherever he needs to go to get down there. Uh, and w- you all had some plans for what you were going to do in the meanwhile, which were what? Provisions. Okay, what does that mean to you? How much cheese <laughs> is on this island? I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think any. Are there any that things that we could Death milk to because make I cheese. die on this island with no cheese? Um, I actually what kind of conversation are we having I have no idea here's what we're gonna do so by the time you all got to Mox oh my god kick Taryn from the call Um, here's what we're gonna do so uh, you all got to Mox like rather later in the day Uh, you have this conversation he set off pretty much immediately Um, but it was really quite frankly you all had been traveling all day Mox and Sniv had sort of been hanging out waiting for you all so he had the energy to go but you all uh uh, probably we're going to bed down to rest. So let's deal with that. The next morning, I do not need you all to make constitution Ooh, saving throws. Thank the Lord. Woo-hoo. Now, I you actually... You all... Oh, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No. no, please, by all means, okay. don't let me stop your creative flow. I had a very um, oh, no. curious thought. What have I while done? While we were breaking in between recording. <sighs> okay. No, it's, it's, it's very valid. I'm sure if, it is. I... Does Sniv need a second person to work the boat? No, he can work boat? it by he can work it by he himself. He needs a staff. He needs a staff. No, yeah. Does no, it, he's able he to captain a... it by himself. I mean, he I'm... There, he is able to captain it by himself. It would definitely be easier on him with another, you know, one to two crew members. Right, because I was thinking, I was like, if they grant us the ability to transport, like we're not taking him with us to the southern island so we're just leaving him he's been he is, he, he is able to he would be able to take the ship and and do what he wanted on his own um, in fact he didn't go with mox if you want to ask him about this uh he appreciates your concern and he says i i could definitely take the ship out on my own on my own 
I might not return to the yeah. last refuge, though. It might be time for old Sniv to go exploring, seeing what else he could find in the briny deeps, <laughs> but preferably <laughs> not in them, because I don't want to go. activates all of the nodes on his own. <laughs> he becomes the, beef, the big bad evil guy. He, he is. truly is the worst freaking person. No, so it's... Oh, God. I could just, like... I Like, you dug your head in the sand I for know. a bunch of creatures that were easy to kill on the beach and you want to go us. exploring? <laughs> yeah, what if there are more sea hags? Yeah. He looks really, really sad. He's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right, of course. But I had such dreams <sighs> get, of exploring the, the seas. And get a crew to go with you. Just don't go alone. Aye, maybe that be the smartest plan. He still looks sad, though. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel now. bad. Don't, don't feel really bad. It means he'll be sad life. and al- Yeah, exactly. And he'll be life. sad and alive. Mm-hmm. He'll get over it eventually. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, moving on. Moving on. Right, so, okay, so <laughs> Bria just screamed provisions and then started asking about cheese. Uh, what <laughs> what's the actual plan here? Wait, you said yeah. we don't have to make constitution saving rolls. Oh, right. Rolls. Right, yes. that was an important thing. Yes, so you all wake up and feel remarkably refreshed. Your maximum hit points are slowly, over the course of a few days, going to go back up to normal. Uh, yes. They go up They go up at a rate of three per long rest. Uh, so all of you can regain three of your max today, and then with each long rest, you'll get three more until you're back to normal. Uh, amazing. Noise. Does that mean the note is ready and gone and deactivated? Kit, in, you since you had eyes on stuff in particular, why don't you make me a uh, an intelligence arcana check, please? <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> okay, it's enough. You, I mean, it's enough to put things together because what you actually notice uh, is that a lot of the rot on the wildlife out here has begun to recede. Now, it's not gone, and whether or not it's going to eventually be gone, like y'all's necro drain will eventually be gone, or if there's always going to be, you know, sort of a blight here, you're not sure. But you can piece things together and realize that he must have regenerated last night, and at some point during the night, he and Fiona were able to were able to deactivate the node. That lance of green light is no longer shooting up into the sky. Things just feel a little fresher. Hooray! That's brilliant news. Yeah, so uh, that happened. That's good news. And we're doing provisions. Yeah, I don't right. know what that means. So we I, said we were going to load the boat. supplies. Yeah, with provisions Kit. and everything it needs. Okay, Kit, did you have a more specific answer? I was going to say, I think that we're taking this day to go out to the ship, and on uh-huh. our way there, we are gathering any provisions we might need, any fresh water, any food that appears to be edible. We're, we're making our way, so if we take the boat, we are set for our journey. Big Got slices it. of wood that could be used as paddles for when we lose them. <laughs> I like that. The fresh water is definitely no problem. Um, in terms of food, you're not sure that at this point the blight has receded enough that you really want to take plant life uh, for consumption. Uh, however, uh, Kit, I think that you might have access to a spell that could yeah. deal with that. Yeah, I um, oh, I have a bunch of spells. Depend, I can, I'm can. i not going to be super concerned about food because worse comes to work. So I'll just prepare a good berry and yeah. all we will eat is one berry and be fine for the whole day. Sniv also appreciates any like provisioning for him in case 
you all don't go with him. Uh, but that's like, he's small and, you know, that can be significantly less that you can handle with either some purify food and drink. Or do you have create food and water? Is that a thing that you can do? Is that just uh, a cleric? I think I have create water, but I don't know about food. I okay. definitely have purify food. Oh, you have create or destroy water. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I have a question. I probably have an answer. As a wanderer, does it mean mm-hmm. I know how to fish? Um, I don't see why it wouldn't. And are there fish in the water around this um, island? Has the blight receded enough? Not yet. Not yet. Um, but Kit can, you can definitely forage for stuff, uh, and Kit can use purify food and water to take care of the blight on, like, the, the plant life, the plant food that you find cool. uh, without any trouble. So, yeah, you can totally spend spend the day doing Great. that. That evening, uh, sorry, no, the next morning. Uh, so anything else uh, on this day of provisioning? Uh, also, there are backup oars. Uh, Just anything, because I know we needed a lot of stuff to repair the ship. So anything that looks like we could repair oh, yeah. the ship I mean, and all of that. We can work on repairing whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You get some good repairs. And Sniv has been doing little bits, but it was tough for him to do on his own. So with y'all's help, you can get the ship back up in ship shape. <laughs> um, I no, just a lot that. of shaking heads. I hate all of you. Uh, cool. I, I appreciate it. Uh-huh. So that day ends. Uh, you all can take a long rest, get another three of your uh, reduced max hit points back. The next morning, about mid-morning or so, uh, Kit, you receive a sending from Mox, since the two of you do still have your, uh, what you call, your sending stones. You receive a message from Mox, and Mox says, they found us. Devils infiltrating subterranean outpost underneath Northern Island. Explains why they worked so hard to hide from our surveillance. Meet me here ASAP. And then you get a vision. This is not really how sending works, but it is for now. Uh, you get a vision of a location in the fort, a little bit deeper in the forest. You don't notice anything particularly distinctive about it, but there's enough markers kit that you're pretty confident that you could find that spot, though you're not fi- well, you're not sure why that's where Mox wants you to meet him. Great. Um, I will immediately tell my friends what I've learned and say I'll lead us there. Anything you all want me to ask him or tell him right now? Um, uh, well, uh, no, I think just that we're on our way and we'll be there ASAP. Is Sniv is with us, right? Sniv is with you, yes. When we have the sending thing, she can hear his voice, correct? Yeah. Okay, so it wouldn't be like someone could use the stone to relay a message and not actually be him. No. no. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I yeah. mean, someone someone could take the stone and and cast sending and communicate with Kit, but she would know. Okay. Um, I so. think that we give Sniv the option if I think he should go back to the house for right now. Back to the house. Oh, back to, to, to like Mox's, Mox's little, little yeah little thing. thing. Um, I can can you just repeat what he had said again? Because yeah. I feel like I missed. Something. They found us. Devils infiltrating subterranean outpost underneath Northern Island. Explains why they worked so hard to hide from our surveillance. Meet me here, ASAP. And we're... What island are we on? Eastern. Right, the, Eastern yeah. island. So they're on a different island, but... Okay. They, they have... Yeah, so essentially They've, he got uh, word. The northern island is the second island that the tieflings went to and activated the node. Right. It's where, at least as far as any of you can tell, it's where Semyaza currently is holed up. Great. Okay, cool. Let's... Okay. Let's go. Yeah, and let's yeah, move I'll... at a quick pace, too. Yeah, yeah Kit, we should. Send... Hang on, let Kit talk. <laughs> I'm going to send back to Mox 
We're on our way. Be there soon. All right. And off you go. Uh, you don't have any, I don't need checks, whatever. You don't have any trouble finding uh, finding the spot. And so you go and you just sort of, uh, Sniv does not, Sniv does not go with you. Sniv goes back to the house uh, to await further word and sort of says, you know, if he doesn't hear from you all in a few days, he'll he'll set off for, for home. So you all arrive at this point, and Kit, you're absolutely sure that it's the point that Mox indicated in in his sending. Uh, but you all just sort of get there and wait, and sort of nothing happens for the better part of the afternoon and into the early evening. Uh, what are you all doing while you're while you're there? Uh, can I use sending to tell Mox that we're here? Uh, yes. Yes, you can. So you'll, yeah, you'll you'll yeah. use your charge of sending, uh, and and let him know that you all are there. Uh, and he very tersely repri- replies, "On my way, quick as possible. Uh, you have permission to descend. Things are complicated. More later." Okay. Great. Descend how? Where? <laughs> uh, let's send a message to Fiona. Well, you don't have any more castings of sending. No, with a, an animal. Oh, an animal messenger. Um, sure. Also, to answer that, to answer okay? that, un- that question that I heard about descent, how he's coming to get you all. He's on his way. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. That's okay. Yeah, he's on his way back up. It's just taking him a little while. Um, cool. I we can look for an animal to send to Fiona. Yeah, some of the some like smaller rodents and such have started to sort of reappear. Not a ton, but apparently not everything was completely wiped out on this island when the when the sort of explosion of necromancy happened. Uh, it'll be a while before the biome is back to anything resembling normal. But yeah, you could find. I don't know. What do you want to find? Are there any birds that would be faster than a small rodent? Oh, uh, roll percentile. Let's see if you get a bird. Uh-oh. Um, a hundred. <laughs> oh, holy shit. You wow. find You find a fucking peregrine falcon, baby. Uh, <laughs> fast-ass bird. Hooray! Holy damn. Yeah, I'm in shock, but I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you definitely find a, a very swift bird uh, who, you know, island-hopping bird who came in to check out what was going on, and now here he is, and you can send a message with him. Great. To my companions, anything we want to let her know other than we're leaving the island? I think we should let her know. Uh, it's always so... I don't still 100% trust her. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was going to say that what's happening and why we're leaving... Not how we're leaving, but why we're leaving. Just say, keep, you know, keep an eye out. They might be heading here. Sure. So I'm not going to mention the Enclave because we don't know if she knows about them. Mm -hmm. She probably does, but I'm not going to say anything. And just uh, tell her the Northern Island is under attack. We're leaving to investigate. Yeah. Be in touch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And Kit, just a reminder to you, because I see that you marked off a spell slot, but you can cast Animal Messenger as a ritual if you don't want to use the slot. I will definitely cast it as a ritual. Thank you yeah. for the reminder. Of course. You're not does, in any huge hurry, so I figured who knows what's coming might want to save the slot. Does the Lich have... I mean, you know what's coming. Does the Lich have sending or anything like that? Uh, Since that's a good question. Now? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm sure... You know, it's a fairly simple third level spell, so I don't see why he wouldn't. Okay. In times of great need, he could he could do that, yeah. Interesting to have one of our former enemies as maybe not a former enemy anymore. Two of them. Two yeah, of them. Ally is a strong word, but, well, Fiona, I would call it ally. The Lich, I don't know, ally is strong, but definitely not enemy any longer. Yeah, so. for sure. So uh, it's pretty late in the day. You know, you all have sort of done what you can to... to 
keep your mind off whatever might be happening over there for hours and hours and like stressful situation things are starting to get intense I don't know how you all are dealing with it I can imagine it's as silly a set of ways as oh alright let's have some charisma <laughs> pers- uh, performance checks I <laughs> love that DM Jazzy has his always on board with the band practice I look I'm never gonna because here's the thing I have mechanics in my brain if you could all roll decent at the same time once. Uh, do I still get advantage or no? I think I gave you an a um, specific yeah, inspiration, so yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's start with Kit this time. Eleven. Start with her last time. Okay, alright. You know, you feel a little tickle in your throat. Bria. Fourteen. Okay, not so bad. Uh, Bizdira. She's been practicing. She's getting better. Okay. It's Sixteen. Okay, and Flick? I tell you what, Flick's <laughs> flute skills are oh, no. really really stellar these days. Another 22. Oh, Oh, I was waiting for like, Flick's flute skills are all over the map. A 7. Okay. You all rolled above a 10. I don't know if this is the first time that that's happened or not, but it feels significant. So, uh, why don't you all somehow indicate on your character sheets that you have had one truly successful (laughs) band practice. Only one. (laughs) That sounds like shade, but it's not. I mean, it is a little. But also, I would like you to keep track of this for reasons. I'm going to put it under my senses. Successful (laughs) band practice. One. (laughs) Mine's next to performance because, you know. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be kind if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from, and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes, and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We're going to shorten our Patreon plug this week because we realize that with everything going on, money and finances can be tight and stressful for folks, particularly those of us who are freelancers and artists and hourly wage workers and the like. If you are able and want to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge, but right now, that's all we're going to say about that. We want to thank BattleBards for providing some of the fantastic music you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at battlebards.com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, which you can check out at his website scottbuckley.com.au If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, now is a great time to check them out. It's always a great time, but now in particular because, as we mentioned last week, there are two promo codes for the rest of the month of March. You can find those in our episode notes or in last week's episode or on their website, I think, if you go to dndbeyond.com. This will come as no surprise to anyone at this point, but with the restrictions on large gatherings and the importance of social distancing to avoid further spread of disease. The Long Island Tabletop Expo has been postponed until later in the year and along with it our live show. We'll keep you updated as we find out more about the other cons on our rotation this year, but for now, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay home. Okay, I think that's all the announcements I've got for you at this point. Thanks for listening, stay safe, stay healthy, stay home, and happy gaming, y'all! 
so you all do have, you know, you're a little nervous. Kit in particular is a little on edge since she's the one that gets all of the messages. <laughs> she's sort of your, uh, your what is it, telephone operator, like your switchboard operator for all of these things. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah, just uh, a little bit sharp at times right. from the anxiety. Which, like, you know. I prefer a little sharp than a little flat, so... Um, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> so, late in the day, uh, well past dark, uh, finally you hear uh, something moving, and seemingly sort of out of n- nowhere, uh, Mox is suddenly there. Uh, you imagine that he probably uh, used a wild shape uh, and the, of a very small form, because truly, like, he just appears... And he looks relieved to see you all and and, uh, moves over to you and just says, Oh, well, uh, the good news is that uh, with the current situation, you all have been granted uh, provisionary uh, access to us down there. Um, But the bad news is, uh, well, we're under attack. Eh, You know, let's go. Okay, we gotta go. Let's do it. Uh, he says, I feel really weird about this, and I do apologize, but, um, and he holds out, uh, four, like, strips of cloth and says, I'm gonna need you all to blindfold yourselves. What? Just, just for a moment. Let, wait, let's just do it. We gotta go. Also, we're gonna need <laughs> yeah. Frosty's okay. hat back while we're doing this swap. Let's get the hat uh, back. He will give yeah. you Frosty. Oh, he'll give you Frosty's hat back, but he, not before he tells you about the bandanas. And you're just so charmed by the hat that he's wearing that you all agree to do it, even though it makes you kind of nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I turned Frosty's hat back on you. Also, <laughs> that was awesome. also um, is there a way that I can use my cartography brain when we put these on to try to kind of get an idea of where he's bringing us and all that. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you make a, a car- an intelligence cartography check while you're moving. It's gonna be bad. Um, it's gonna be bad. Uh, all right, but you all, uh, if you will allow, you, you will you will put those bandanas on uh, and sort of like chain together, holding hands or some such. Um, and Mox will lead you. Bri, I imagine you want to sort of be in the front there to get the closest, yeah. uh, closest proximity to Mox while he's leading you all. We can tie each other so with ropes too. Oh God, uh, didn't we have a conversation about how difficult that makes everything yes. though? Yes, yeah. we did. Uh, uh, we so can you're all tie connected. a rope to Mox and just hold on to it. You like can tie a rope do. to. <laughs> you can tie a rope to the back of Mox's chair. Yeah, Mox is not super into like being tied himself, but but sure. Yeah. Chair works as long as like we can hold on to a rope. Like whoever's bun in the back, have it tied to them, and then the rest of us just hold it. Great. Yes, I could that, say that's rope fine. in any situation, and Lydia would be on board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so you all tie the rope, you blindfold yourselves, uh, and Mox begins to lead you all somewhere. Uh, go ahead and make me that intelligence cartography check, Berea. Uh, that's a 24. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, if you could find the spot that you were in before, you probably you have a pretty good idea uh, about how to get to wherever Mox leads you. Uh, and so you're able, you in your brain, can sort of map to this point uh, where then Mox sort of says, um, he sort of... He says, um, Bria, would you, uh, could you untie the rope for just a moment? Uh, keep your blindfolds on. It'll just be a moment. Mm, okay. Uh, so you untie, you can hear put, Mox. Can I put huh? Mage Hand on? I don't know why. We're never going to fucking come back to this. I, can I put Mage Hand on his chair just to feel where he goes? Would he feel that? Uh, he might, but also, I, uh, sure. Yes, sure. You've got that okay. there. Uh, okay. He does not notice. He doesn't go very far because you can hear him wheeling his chair just a just a little ways ahead, and 
then there's sort of silence for a moment, and then you hear something sort of dragging against something else, uh, and he comes back to you, Bri, and sort of bumps into you so you know where his chair is, and he says, uh, you can retie now. Okay, I retie. Great. Uh, and he leads you all, and after a few steps, uh, Bria, and a few extra steps, the rest of you, you feel yourselves sort of uh, on a downward descending slope. Uh, and it goes downward for a while, you eventually can just sort of feel that you're in some sort of uh, tunnel or enclosed space of some sort, and he leads you that way for just a minute or two, uh, and then eventually uh, he says, uh, he stops and says, all right, you can, um, you all can take off your blindfolds now. Done. Great. Uh, and so you do, and you find yourselves in, in a tunnel. Uh, which is not surprising, since that's what I already told you you were in. Um, but it is a—it's a—it is obviously a worked by sentient hands tunnel. Although it's mostly just natural dirt and earth around it, it's just obviously been dug out on purpose. Um, and and Mock sort of says, uh, "This is not the most exciting bit of travel I'm sure you all will ever do, uh, but and it'll it'll take probably the better part of." Uh, the night and tomorrow morning. So if you all would like to to rest, uh, we should do that now, because the trip's going to be long, or we can just press on. Up to you. I'm fine with pressing on, if you guys are. Uh, Yeah, I think that's fine. Let's just go. Okay, he says, good, I'm I'm really glad that's the answer you gave. We should should be on. Uh, And while we go, I'll try and fill you in uh, as best I can on the situation. Um, So he begins to lead you all down this tunnel, which really has sort of no... It it gently curves to the right uh, in, you know, after several hours, what you all can maybe perceive is like a very wide sort of circle or spiral, I guess, since it's always descending. But other than that, like, there are no... Uh, there are no side tunnels or rooms. There's nothing. You just go. And during this journey, Mox sort of gets you uh, a little bit up to date. And he tells you, we've been trying to uh, surveil every known location of each of your siblings, Flick, for as long as possible. We had eyes on the Northern Island for some time, uh, but then things went dark. Uh, we assume that your sister was uh, able to throw up some magical protections against our observations, and uh, they were pretty strong, the defenses. We weren't able to break through them. Every now and again, uh, we were able to get glimpses of individuals that managed to wander outside of the protections, which is how we know that she has been amassing uh, what seems to be a fairly sizable force of devils uh, that she is is keeping there on the island with her. Some of them uh, were likely sent, obviously, with your other sister to the Last Refuge, um, but we, by our calculations, which uh, by necessity have been rather vague, uh, we do tend to think that she has a really fairly large force of devils on the island with her and is very likely continuing to bring more in at every opportunity. That said, uh, we weren't super concerned about the loss of surveillance on the island because we were dealing with things here and I wasn't overly concerned because we were going to then uh, also begin surveilling your brother. And quite frankly, though it's unfortunate that the Northern Node was activated, since it was activated, there wasn't a ton of new information that we were likely to get at this point. But it seems that part of the reason for the surveillance blackout up there was because she was aware of our existence. This is basically the worst case scenario for us. 
I have to tell you, there are a number of people that I work with who directly blame the four of you for this attack. It seems that they feel that though it was our duty to interfere, to get involved with issues on the surface, the amount that we have done for you uh, obviously was enough to alert the tiefling party to our existence, and that's how and why they found us in the first place. To add trouble to trouble... It seems that at least on the northern island, and we imagine it won't be long before this spreads to the other islands, uh, our, let's call them parent organization that we have been trying to remain hidden from uh, internally, now is uh, undeniably on to us. They were searching around for an explanation as to how your sister managed to find out that we exist, and that has led them to us. Things are in a state of disarray down here with us. On the upside, things are so bad on the Northern Island that a lot of people sort of felt they couldn't get much worse, and that at this point you all have done the damage that you were going to do, their words, not mine, uh, so it was worth it to bring you in in the hopes that you could help us with the situation. <laughs> Well, I certainly hope so. So when we have a discussion with them, we are still pretending that we don't know that this transportation exists. Yes, absolutely. Please, please keep that on the down low. Uh, you can know that they hope that you'll be able to help in some way, uh, though, you know, any confusion that you can feign about how you can help something uh, that's going on half a world away would be much appreciated. Um, I can tell you that they'll almost certainly tell you about the uh, methods of transportation rather early on, because right now things are so bad on the Northern Island uh, that it is likely by the time we return uh, we will have ordered a full-scale evacuation of all of our strongholds underneath the northern island okay good times anything else uh, certainly happy to answer questions and I'll let you know if my answers should be kept among yourselves but um, that's the long and short of it I imagine they're going to ask you all to help with the evacuation uh, and probably, based on some of the whispers that I heard, uh, with the destruction of the Northern Island transportation hub uh, once the evacuation is complete. Would that mean trapping us on the Northern Island? I would really hope that they have a way to take care of that without leaving you all behind there, but that's just a guess on my part from based on some of the conversations that I overheard. I don't really know what their plans specifically are going to be. Do we have access to dynamite? Oh my gosh. I don't think Ms. Deere knows what dynamite is, Do we uh, have since that's a rather advanced gunpowder invention. Explosives of some sort. Um, do you have access to explosives? Uh, <laughs> Mox says, well, I don't know what the uh, what we have on hand. Uh, any of you know how to cast a fireball? <laughs> well, it's not... It's, so here's my thought process on that, is that if we are able to time something to destroy after... We leave, like light a fuse. I think this is we, we need to put a pin in this until we have a discussion with them about what uh, their escape plan to be for us. Yeah. Uh, so for the record, that was not meant to be a jab at Flick, who can no longer cast Fireball, although it came out that way, and I'm not going to, you know, retract it. <laughs> oh, I didn't take it as such. Um, <laughs> I would like to know if he can brief us as to who we're about to talk to. Oh, sure. Um, he says, yeah, so it's all a little confusing um, because 
you know, the, the, I keep calling them the organization, but the, the group of individuals, except they're not individuals, the people, oh, it's all very confusing. Anyway, uh, in terms of the Enclave, we do have uh, some semblance of a structure of hierarchies, unlike our parent organization, whatever. Um, so you'll be meeting with the head of our stronghold here on the Eastern Island, um, and they are the ones, that, the one that has been interfacing uh, with the other strongholds and with the Northern Island to organize uh, whatever the plan is going to be. So uh, you'll likely meet with him, with her first. Great. Okay, good to know. What type of argument will she respond to the best? Frankly, at this point, uh, what... And look, this is just my take on the situation, but I think she's not going to want to have much of a conversation about anything other than the Northern Island. So the best thing you all can do is just and I know this is a lot to ask, but agree to whatever she asks you to do in hopes that the goodwill that you all create from that will be enough to get you some favors once this is once the, the evacuation is complete. Okay. Funny enough, that was actually my instinct. I was just going to ask her what we need to do or what she wants us to do, and I'm kind of down, depending on what it is. I mean, uh, you know, we'll see what she has to say, but my instinct is to kind of give her what she wants. Can we clarify the parent organization? Is that them? Uh, is that Bria asking a question or Taryn asking a question? What's going to get me the answer that I want? Uh, Taryn asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the parent organization is them, I which is sort of why of he has... I think touched on that a little bit before. I but... think you have too. I know it's been a while since we've talked about it, but I think you have too. Um, and that explains why he has such a tough time referring to them. Now, I feel like I'm slightly lost, but also possibly in the right direction this is the when Zagara came back to us kind of like fucked up and like having his little blackouts he was being controlled by them quote unquote them right no he was being controlled by the enclave Enclave. but we sent him to them and they captured the enclave captured Zagara from them chuckles was part of them yes yes Okay. So I will ask him, since this is a long walk, I will ask him... Oh yeah, you've got plenty of time. So when we're talking about them, just random question. Do they look like this? And I flip through my notebook and pull out pictures of the giant worms that I have drawn. (laughs) Mox Mox looks so startled and then just sort of laughs because he doesn't know what else to do. And he's like, no, what? That's horrifying. (laughs) My God, why would you think that? It's just how my brain works. <laughs> and then I'll show him some of my other nightmare drawings as we're walking my down. My <laughs> God, I, th- this is never going to leave me, Bria. What have you? What have you done? To, what have you done to me? And we broke Mox. I broke. Mox. <laughs> Two fire Terran strikes again. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I love it so much. Um, do you all have any other questions for uh, Mox and the situation? Oh, no, I just kind of hear just... want to hear what she has to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kit. This is not like this is not relevant to anything that's going to happen that's okay. in our conversation, I think. But I'm just like really hung up on like how is it our fault that they found out about the Them. enclave? I'm like my like I keep I'm like trying to go back through all the things that have happened. And I think this is what Kit's doing. Like she got really hung yeah. up on that because she's like, oh my god, how like what? Like that's not our like and I'm like trying to rack through my memory and be like <laughs> What did we do? I think the, I would. I think. Sorry, let go. Well, no, I was just gonna say the only thing that I can think of is that they uh, saw 
was it who was um, in their incorporeal states in the temple at the no, in the node chamber when they came out of the floor? Was there anybody there yet? Was my father or anybody else in that state when they arrived? They yeah. were. Be- they were because then they headed back down into the ground. So that's the only thing that I can think of that may have set them off, like trying to think of who else could be in this world. I don't know. That's the only thing that I can think of. I mean, I think that what Dan was saying, though, is that their argument is essentially they were doing nothing and everything was fine. And then they started helping us and everything is no longer fine. So that we're the common denominator of of what's happening. Sure. And if that's the case, I both Karin and Kit, I think, are very like, well, that's not our fault. Y'all are the ones who decided. That's true. But that is a conversation for a much later day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Just because we're so persuasive. Okay. Yeah, they decided to interfere. It's not our fault. Like, we're doing what we thought was right at the time. And with their... With their interference, we changed our minds. Now I love that we are having this argument amongst ourselves. This is the most us thing we've ever <laughs> oh, yeah. done. Yeah. We're defending I, don't, ourselves don't stop. to I'm no it. one. <laughs> What'd you say? We're defending ourselves to no one. Oh, to no yeah. one. To our, this is literally what we do in real who, life, though. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Truly. I don't think yeah. Mox also, yes, you're defending yourselves to Mox and, and to the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mox has an issue with this, and I, I sure as shit hope our listeners don't. You know, you're listening to us for a reason, so you must not hate well, us. Well, some people hate listen, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue on. I'm trying to think if there was any other particular news that he needed to share with you. Yeah, any updates on The Last Refuge? Oh, yes, that's what it was. He does have an update on The Last Refuge, uh, which is, you know, a bit of bright news amongst all the darkness. It seems that the Guardians and the Kobolds are going to be able to hold off the incursion and, in fact, repel it. Uh, It's not done yet, but things took a pretty major swing uh, in the last, you know, day or so. Uh, and it looks like ultimately they're going to come out on top. They're they're hurt, you know. They're hurting. There have been losses uh, amongst the kobolds and amongst the guardians, and it's going to take some time, some time to rebuild, particularly for the guardians because they were already, you know, there were already only so many of them. Um, so hopefully they've done enough damage to that strike force that it'll be a while before they try again to invade because uh, they'll need some time to rebuild. But it does look like they're going to come out on top of that one. Is she still on the island, as far as I know? Uh, last Mox got an update, yes. So she's alive. Yes. It would be nice if the Guardians had killed her for us, but... Wouldn't that be nice? Alas. Um, oh, I guess I guess by now Mox would have been able to get a report that, that the major, the sort of major, uh, the thing that turned the tide so much was that she got pretty severely injured uh, in a run on the Arcanium. Um, and so they kind of were a little disorganized for a while, and, and the Guardians and the Kobolds were able to take out a bunch of them in their confusion. Cool. Yeah. Good for them. We taught yeah. them well. You did yeah. well. They're crushing it. <laughs> they're crushing it. We, Careful we taking all the... Regardless th- of whatever we did. <laughs> well, you did You did awaken them to, like, the actual threat from the outside. And, like, you did you, 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 it. It is thanks to you in a lot of ways. Not entirely, but in some ways. I'll take it. So you continue that, you know, this conversation takes a while, as does the descent uh, down into this wherever it is that you're being led. Uh, and eventually the slope that you're on begins to sort of level out a little bit. Um, it's not descending at quite such a rate, but it, it does still appear to 
be uh, sort of spiraling or circling, though the turn becomes a little sharper, so it's like you're sort of going to a central point now. Instead of descending, you're just sort of spiraling inward. Um, and eventually you arrive at in some ways, it's sort of similar to a node to the node chambers, right? It's just this circular area uh, with a this odd-looking sort of metal plate, a big metal plate, probably I don't know, ten or twelve feet on a side, in the center of this big open sort of chamber, um, and on the metal plate is another warforged, uh, similar in a lot of ways to uh, to Mux. And she sees you all coming and just sort of nods at you uh, as you approach, as Mox sort of leads you in and says, Well, I appreciate your speed in arriving. We have much to do. And that is where we're going to end it for this season. Oh, what no! The- yeah! Oh, my... Ladder hanger. Ladder hanger, sort of. We've had we've had hangerier ladder yes. hangers, but this is a good one. <laughs> um, but this is the end of our season. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen in a few weeks to find out what season six is about and how the party can help the Enclave on the Northern Island. I should mention, which I think I probably will have also mentioned in the midtro, but just in case you skipped through that, shame on you, first of all. Uh, but second <laughs> of all, this is the end of season five. We're going to be getting into season six soon. We're going to take a few weeks off. Uh, scheduling in the spring is a little tough for us, and also we all need a break, and I need a break from editing episodes every single week. So we're going to take two weeks off. Uh, you will not hear from us uh, on our regularly scheduled Wednesday drops for two weeks, but then we will be back on April 8th. Uh, with the premiere of season six of The Last Refuge. So don't go anywhere. Keep those subscribed buttons hit, uh, and we'll be back with you all in just two weeks on April 8th. Yes, that's a Wednesday. Wednesday, April 8th. I love that you do that in your head. My parents used to do that, and I'm like, how do you, how do, you do that? Like, how do, <laughs> how, how do you keep track? It's weirdos. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Me again, jumping in all over the episode. Uh, I let you listen to all of that about us not releasing episodes for two weeks, and it's not true. Uh, I can't remember if I said this earlier or not, or if you maybe saw it on Twitter, but we're going to do our best. We've all, our schedules have freed up a bit to record remotely, of course. So we are going to do our best to get episodes out regularly without taking that hiatus. Uh, There's a chance that we may need to slip in a week or two of break later on in season six, but we are going to try our darndest to get you episode one of season six next week. Uh, so enjoy that, and now back to the outro. In the meantime, you can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can, of course, also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons will be attending, there are some coming up, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira, Kate, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all! I have right. an un- non-game related question. <laughs> Specifically- you know when I said stall for time, I was kidding, right? Yeah. No, it's it's driving me nuts. Karn, what does the rest of your sweatshirt say? <laughs>
Oh, it says, when in doubt, go to the library. Because <laughs> um, all I saw is when in doubt, go to the. And I was like, go to the. Go what? where? Go where? Library. Hermione Granger. Fantastic. I love it. Thank you. That is a game-related question. You're welcome. (laughs) 